With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Tennis in 10 podcast, your daily look at Roland Garros in under 10 minutes. We are now into the quarterfinal stage of the tournament, and as has been referenced before, the disparity between what you see of the quarterfinalists on the men's side and the women's side, I think only accentuated today. Uh, you have seven of the top eight men's seeds into the quarterfinals. The only exception is Pablo Carreno Busta, who defeated Milos Raonic. And on the women's side, as as we knew coming into today, all potential first-time Grand Slam champions. Um, certainly certainly a lot to chew on after a, a day which featured a very, very interesting match to start the day. Um, kind of settled in pretty quickly after that. But at the same time, you know, ended on a on a very uncertain note as well with another high seed. You had, you know, those two bookended top women seeds, Elena Svitolina and Karolina Pliskova. Uh, Svitolina began the day uh, against qualifier Petra Mardik, who is the 290th ranked player in the world. She had just come back from about 10 months away after suffering a back injury after Wimbledon last year. Um, Mardich, you know, her French Open qu- prep really consisted of just a few ITF level events. Svitolina, since last year and into this year, has been um, the hottest player on the women's tour. That you know, if if we want to discount Serena Williams having won um, the Australian Open, um, Svitolina's you know her her resume from last summer into you know as we're approaching this summer is is practically peerless four titles this year and one of those was on was on red clay in rome uh but with all that said mardik still you know took a 5-2 love 30 lead on returning serve um in the third set svitolina serving two points away from the exit and we've seen this a few times this week already. Some some very um, significant comebacks on the women's side, um, you know, in in sets and also in the third sets of matches. Um, Svitolina was able to do that today, and in, in doing so, you know, sets up one of the best quarterfinals of the whole tournament. Her against Simona Halep. Uh, Halep to her end, you know, routed Carlos Navarro Devaro six one six one. And, you know, all the talk coming into the tournament of Halep, you know, her uncertainty due to injury, she's lost, she's dropped just 19 games over the course of four matches. And she gets a rematch with Svitolina. You know, they face, they were the two finalists in Rome coming into this tournament. It was the first match they had played against each other 
in four years, and luckily we get to see a rematch of that, you know, just a couple weeks after um, Svitolina won it in Rome. Um, you know, their quarterfinal it, it is definitely the one you want to see um, on the women's side. Uh, the remainder of them, you know, as you know, we discussed the top half of the draw with Wozniacki against Ostapenko um, in one quarterfinal, Mladenovic against Baczynski. And today, the other quarterfinal, you know, the, as I mentioned, it, the, today ended Monday on, a, on a, another sort of uncertain note with Karolina Pliskova. She, the number two seed, was down four love early to Veronica Sepid-Roig. Um, she ends up winning that in three sets, and she faces Caroline Garcia, who emerges from the all-French uh, matchup between herself and Elise Cornet. When ended up, you know, there was a bit of drama going into that with, uh, you know, sort of banter between the two. Actually, you know, of course, sort of via the press, uh, the the handshake, the greeting at net post-match was actually very, you know, amicable. There was no issue there. Um, but Garcia, you know, really, really impressed me most on this day with her ability. She'd never reached a Grand Slam quarterfinal before, um, and Cornet is, is nothing if not battle-tested. She has been through a lot and, and certainly a lot of, um, you know, show court matches at the French. Um, Garcia, I think for a while, has almost still been kind of known primarily for when she took Maria Sharapova to three sets at the French, I think this is almost five or six years ago by now, um, and had Andy Murray call her a future number one. Um, Garcia has, has settled into more of a consistent you know, tour player, num- ranked number 28 on the seedings here. And, um, you know, I think you have to like her chances against Pliskova, quite honestly. I think the crowd is going to be, uh, you know, firmly is going to give Pliskova some trouble in that one. And Pliskova really has not looked, in my opinion, all that strong here to this point. Um, I, I sort of want to lean with with Garcia in that upset over the number two seed. And Halep and Svitolina, um, it's certainly tough to pick against Halep right now based on what we've seen. I feel like Halep has been also hitting the ball a lot cleaner, Um Playing with a little bit more aggression, which I think is you know has undone her, especially on this surface and in slams in general before. So I think I'm going to go with Halep and Pliskova to advance to that semifinal. Um, quick pick for t- picks for tomorrow's semis or tomorrow's quarters. I like Bachinski of Mladenovic. I think Mladenovic's run, which has been a tightrope walk, is going to come to an end against Bachinski, who is just so comfortable on the surface and is I think I think this is kind of shaping up to be um her time quite honestly to go to a final um Wozniacki against Ostapenko I could see Wozniacki emerging from that um but I, I think against Baczynski I, I think this is her half of the draw even as the 30 seed uh to lose uh, we'll move over into the men's side and what we saw today in terms of men's action, you had Andy Murray, Kane Shikori, Stan Wawrinka, and Marin Cilic all winning. Cilic winning by retirement. Wawrinka with a drama-free match against Monfils, even though it was 7-6, 7-5, 6-2. Um, you know, Wawrinka 
although there were some testy moments, you know, you never felt that this was out of his control. And I, you know, I never really had the confidence in, in either Monfils or, excuse me, or Gasquet, whomever was going to face Vavrinka to emerge from there. And, um, you know, his match against Chilich, I think, could be a really deceptively strong one. I think, as I said, the focus is going to be on Djokovic and team tomorrow. Um, I do like Djokovic to get through that. And Nadal and Carano Busta, there's not even an argument to be made for Carano Busta at this point, uh, given with how well Nadal is playing. Um, Vavrinka and Chilich, I think, may be the best um, quarterfinal of the four. Uh, We'll get to Murray Nishikori in a second, but... But I do, you know, Chilich, you can underestimate at your own peril. Uh, he's done it in slams before. He's a slam champion. And Vavrinka, you know, he's never won either to get into a semifinal or a final without having escaped some type of, um, of trouble on the way. And I can see this one going five sets. It's, it's not easy to pick a winner here. Um, and for, and for some reason, I do kind of like the way Chilich is running at this point. Um, I guess I'll give maybe a slight edge to him, despite Vavrinka's obvious history at this event and at the other slams. But to me, it's a coin flip, and I think it's going the distance as well. And with Murray and Nishikori, Nishikori with, with the strangest score on of the day, um, you know, defeating Verdasco, he loses the first set six love and wins the fourth set to end the match six love. Just uh, you know, a continuation of some very lopsided sets. Even at this stage of the tournament, six zero six one, they've been all over the place. Um, Murray with uh, no trouble against Karen Chachanov, uh, winning in straights there. And uh, for this one, I, I do like Murray. Um, you know, I, I think I, I don't think Nishikori is going to be the type of player who can undo Murray. You know, that could be Marin Cilic, perhaps, or of course Vavrinka, depending on how that match goes. So, with that said, we are um, down to the final 16, eight men, eight women. Um, this is a nice stage of the tournament, again, for differing reasons, um, but it should be good quarterfinal stuff, and we'll be back on the Tennis in 10 podcast to recap it all over the next two days. Abiento. You've been enjoying the Tennis.com podcast. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 